You're listening to This Podcast is for Women, episode number 75, Show a Man Your Value and Worth Without Lifting a Finger or Saying a Word. (laughs) Yes, it's actually that easy. With feminine energy, less is actually more. Men respond when there is space between them and a woman, whereas if a woman is leaning forward, You're not allowing that man space. And so often, when we really, really want something, we want it now. We want resolution. We want him to understand. We need it immediately. We have this urgency. So what do we do? We go after what we want and we try to get it. When in fact, this actually creates a dependency and a cycle where the man really doesn't even bother to try to fix things or solve things or improve the situation because the woman is always leaning forward and doing it for him. Now, look, I could go into deep discussion as to why we do this. I talk a, a little bit about that in this episode. There's a lot of things we've come by very honest as women. We've been evolving. We've had certain laws and beliefs that have held us back. And when those laws and beliefs began to end, we all became suddenly very equal. And we took on a lot of roles and characteristics that no doubt we can do them. But does it create a loving, long-lasting, healthy relationship? So this was an episode that I actually streamed live on my YouTube channel. So I'll have the link below. You can go watch it live or you can listen to it here. And as always, if you are new to my podcast, I'm not sure if I even introduced myself. I'm Adrian Everhart. I'm a feminine energy dating and relationship and lifestyle coach. I have a proven track record for helping women get their love life back to this wonderful place of receiving. And also if you're single and dating or if you're still going through heartbreak, I have so many uh, courses and ways to help you because I went through it. I went through it several times over and came out on the other side well over 40 and happily married. I teach you everything I did and how feminine energy was so integral It was a major part of turning my life around and finding a man and showing my value in a way that like, I don't have to prove my value to you, but what I was doing, I didn't know it. It was actually lessening my value. And there's this whole magic to how humans work, where if something is so readily available in front of us, it doesn't have as much value as something that is has a little more scarcity or a little more uh, takes a little more effort to get. So I hope you enjoy this episode. And again, the links below if you want to watch it on YouTube. But otherwise, be sure to follow and or subscribe to my podcast and rate and review. I am still in the top 10 of podcasts for relationship advice. And that is because of you, Y-O-U. It is because you take a moment to stop what you're doing (laughs) and go to my podcast page, find where you can rate and review, whether it's Spotify or Apple, leave me some stars, give me a review. It helps other women find my podcast episodes and learn about feminine energy. So do something very lovely for me and the rest of the women and yourself Give me a nice rating and review and share an episode or two with a girlfriend who could need that support. 
All right, lots of love. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, hello, Diamond Girls. It's me, Adrienne Everhart, your feminine energy dating and relationship coach. I am so excited to bring you today's live stream because how to show a man your worth, show a man your value without lifting a single finger, without saying a word, is really the essence behind feminine energy, which is a very slow moving, subtle energy that doesn't force or manipulate an outcome. Now, I'm going to share some tips with you that are absolutely going to help you understand how to show your worth to a man, show your value without really doing or saying anything to manipulate a specific outcome. Now, for many of you, this is going to be really rewarding because not only is it going to take a lot less stress, energy, and time, it's going to be easier for you. And the, you're going to see changes in your man when you begin to do these tools in that he will begin to change and show up in an authentic way. And you will also be in a very natural and authentic way, which lends itself to more of that what you're really seeking, which is a loving, long-lasting relationship that leads to marriage or to have your relationship feel more healthy, feel more balanced. So this is the wonderful thing about feminine energy. It feels natural. It feels good. It's nothing dark or anything manipulative. You get to really lean back into your natural receiving energy and explore what that is all about. All right. So I hope everyone can hear me uh, well. Give me a thumbs up. Like this video. If you're new to my channel, definitely take a moment and hit that subscribe button. Uh, lets me know I'm doing a good job and you'll hear from me whenever I have my next live stream. Okay, so let's get started. Let's talk about, um, and also before we go any further, I will be taking a couple of Q&A towards the end. So for those of you who have a question, we want to specifically ask a question today about something about your relationship, your value, your worth, things like that. So I'll take those towards the end. So how to show your value and your worth without lifting a finger, <laughs> without saying a word, is about demonstrating your worth. Now, by this, I mean working on your man with words and actions or doing things to show how valuable, valuable you are as a person typically do not work because we're having to prove or show to someone our value and our worth. And it really is something where you lead by example. Now, for some of you, you're going to say, wait a minute, everything in life requires some sort of action. So don't misunderstand the logic here. This is absolutely about things that you can do for you that are going to show your worth and value. You can't just sit there on a sofa and expect these things to happen. Well, in some cases, maybe, but there will require some action or doing on your part for you, but not in terms of controlling or proving to the man how valuable you are as a person. So let's clear that up. <laughs> the first thing I want to start off with in feminine energy, remember, it's a slow moving energy. It's a subtle energy, and it's an energy that doesn't force an outcome onto the man. And a lot of feminine energy is about leaning back. So you're creating a space where the man can pursue you. Now, showing your worth is in essence saying, I am not going to chase you down because you're valuable to me. Instead, I'm something you're going to pursue. And this is natural. This is very balanced, 
All we have to do is think about the egg and the sperm in the regard that the sperm hunts down and pursues the egg. The egg only has to sit there. She doesn't lift a finger and she doesn't say a word. So these uh, tips and tools are going to be in alignment with those feminine energy values. Now, this first one is a favorite of mine because in my ebook, 500 Ways to Talk to a Man, I have all the links below. And P.S., I have all the links below to my podcast and my blog post and other YouTube videos about uh, leaning back and walking away. I'm going to talk more about that, but I don't want you to miss out on any of this valuable information. So in 500 Ways to Talk to a Man, one of my favorite scripts I have for speaking to a man is the word okay. Now, this word can be further used by just having a solid stare. And women in our masculine energy, we're often doing or saying things to get a man to do something, to create action. But a good solid stare is something that really can convey to a man, like, I'm listening to you and I hear you. And just looking him in the eyes and pausing and letting him speak. Now, I have to tell you, this is an interview technique that a lot of the big people in radio and interview use. And that is when you lean back and you stay quiet and you keep looking at a person and just nod gently, they're going to actually feel that awkward silence and they're going to want to continue speaking. Now, it's not that you want your guy to dig a hole in the ground for himself, but sometimes men work things out when they're given silence, when they're given space. Your man can actually be the best version of himself and sometimes hear what he's saying. And you can just lean back and in a way, through your stare, through eye contact, let him hear a firm, okay, this isn't okay, I agree with you. But this is about slowing down your responses, being poised, practicing really being there for yourself in that moment and your body. We want you to respond in a way that will bring peace and solutions. That is the essence behind feminine energy. So a big takeaway in this is when your partner comes at you and he, my example I always use is the guy comes in and he says, hey, I'm going to go buy a motorcycle today. And you know that you don't, you've been saving for something else, not buying a mo motorcycle. Well, if you immediately go into him and go, how dare you? How can you do this? What are you talking about? You will get, you know, your central nervous system gets activated. You're already activated by what he's telling you. So you might notice when you have conflict with your partner or they tell you something that you really you're not prepared to hear or respond to when your central nervous system really flares up, show your worth, show your value by being there for yourself. Take your hand, put it to your chest and breathe for a second and just tell yourself, you know, I'm here for you and everything we're feeling we're going to process. But for now, I'm going to stay in this conversation. I'm going to be poised. I'm going to listen. I'm going to make eye contact. And I'm going to let this unfold slowly. So that's a big one in feminine energy. Having that eye contact, giving that man space and letting it unfold so you can be your best person at problem solving with peace and solutions. Now, this next one, again, I have a popular blogs, popular video and podcast about walking away. Walking away is one of the most powerful things you can do with a man. Now. Let me be very clear. This doesn't mean you have to move out of the home immediately. This doesn't mean you have to break up. This doesn't mean telling your husband or partner, well, 
I guess I can date other people now. Is that what you want me to do? I'm going to walk away. I'm going to keep my options open. And this doesn't, you know, really mean that you're going to be threatening to break up with your partner. Now, I have heard it all in my career where women have misunderstood the term walking away and keeping your options open as something you taunt to your partner in a way to say, well, you know, I guess it's another man for me if things don't work out with us. And that is not a problem solving tool that I teach. It is about a mindset that you have. So this does mean you can say things like, I need a little more time to process how I feel. I need a little more time to figure out how I'm feeling about this. And that way you can have time and space to find your words. You can also stop arguing and problem solving, especially over text. If you find that you're going in a loop and you're loop and you feel like you just keep biting the bait and, and continuing to stay on that loop with your partner, this is where walking away, you know what, I'm just going to stop and get in your car, go for a drive if you're calm, or go for a nice long walk and calm your body down. So walking away can also mean like, you know, I've decided I'm going to take this weekend and go visit my mom, or I'm going to go visit a girlfriend. And going back to text messaging, the whole time you're visiting your mom or your girlfriend, you're out of town for that weekend, two things are happening. You're allowing your partner to miss you. That is so, so important with masculine energy. He must miss you. But if you're on your phone and texting him nonstop, you're not going to be missing each other. You're still going to be communicating. So take some time away and really limit your text messaging with your partner. Now, this next one is that you are showing him by walking away what you will or will not endure. This is such an important part of walking away because you don't really have to do or say anything to convince your worth. You show it and you demonstrate it by, you know what, this conversation has gone far enough. I'm going to go for a walk. I really want to talk about with the, this with you some other time, but I think I'm going to go see an afternoon movie and just get my mind off of everything. You are walking away, you see. So it doesn't always mean something as drastic as breaking up, threatening the relationship, telling your partner it's over, slamming the doors, things like this. Okay, so for those of you who want to know more about walking away, I will have those links posted below in the comments section. Okay, so moving on to this next one, and please do give me a thumbs up if this is some advice that's resonating for you. I'm beginning to speak to your heart, your understanding about knowing your worth and showing your worth to a man, demonstrating it, isn't always about doing actions towards him and making things happen and proving to him who you are. These are often very subtle things about standing in your own power as a powerful dynamite woman. Now, this next one is especially powerful because we all get swept up in love. We all get swept up in the early stages of a relationship. And we will give a man all of our time. So I remember early on when I was dating my now husband, you know, he would make a date with me uh, for Friday. And while he's making that date with me, he'd make another date for Wednesday. And he would be making us multiple dates. And I committed myself to, to dating him about twice a week because honestly, I wasn't that into him. But I, you know, he was consistent and he was a lot of fun. 
And so I was like, what the heck? I'll, I'll see him a couple of days a week. And then it got to where we like couldn't see each other enough. We wanted to see each other four and five days a week. But really, I teach you something called the slow burn. And the slow burn is where the man is going to come on hot and heavy. He's going to want to see you every day of the week. He's going to want you to instantly be his girlfriend. He will tell you things like, well, I'm taking down my dating profile. Well, I'm not dating anybody else. And he might even say things like, well, I can only date one person at a time. And you want to be very gracious and very flattered with all of that in that, oh, I, I appreciate your honesty and everything you're telling me. Um, I'm, I'm interested in you as well. I want to get to know you, yet I do want to be a wife one day. And I have gotten caught up in that girlfriend trap before where I'm just, you know, dating one guy. And then, you know, in a couple months, we get used to each other. And I really just want to keep my options open, but I want you to know, I really feel a lot about us too. I just want to be sure. And so what you're doing is you're slow burning this relationship. And if he goes, that's it. I can't, you're either with me or you're not with someone else. You can't have you dating someone else. So that's a lot for a man to demand of you. He's only getting to date you once or twice a week. Now, if he's seeing you five, six times a week and he's spending the night, and he's already met your mom and your cousins and everyone else. That's a different thing, you see. So when you start off that slow burn, part of showing your worth is you don't get me anytime you want me and you don't get me all the time. I stand in my own power and I tell you when I'm available for a date. Now, this also doesn't mean like play games with a guy either. If um, a guy calls you up last minute for a date, for example, Part of that would be going, you know, this is really last minute and I would really love to see you, yet I've already got plans. Well, that's showing him your worth and your value authentically. But if that same man calls you up and you don't have plans and you do want to go out with him, he's an option, go. This isn't about a hard and fast rule. It is about what, what is my life really going on in this moment? Do I have something to do or do I want to prove a point to him? Always go with what feels right and what feels good to you, not to teach a man a lesson. Because if that date is impromptu and you have a good time, there's a good chance there will be other dates. Now, for those of you who are coupled or partnered, this is one that I practice to this day. And I am not waiting at the door for my husband when he comes home. He has to usually find me and figure out where I am in the house. And sometimes I'll be hearing him hollering my name from all sorts of rooms in the house because he does not know where I am. And it's not that I'm like hiding from him, but I'm not about to wreck my voice to tell him where I am. He can come find me. Now, I have a really popular video on this where I talk about cub hunting. He calls me the cub. And when we're out riding our bicycles, he will kind of know the path we're taking, but he wants to go really fast. He's got a different type of bike than I do. And I take my own path. I go my own way, my own speed. But at some point, he decides to go cub hunting and come find me. And this is part of that process of showing that person your worth. I'm not going to run to you like a little puppy. You're going to come and find me. If you want to be with me, you're going to come and find me. Now, again, this is not some hard and fast rule. If your partner is, is missing, you know, from the campsite, you definitely want to go looking for them. But in general terms, 
Don't be the one to rush to your partner. Let them come to you. Let that masculine energy, we're going back to that sperm, let that little sperm find the egg. This is what keeps a man motivated and feeling good and pursuing you. And now the interesting thing about that energy and that momentum is that once you start it, it just snowballs. It gets bigger and bigger and the better you get at practicing it. So this is all about your worth, ladies. So let's move on to the next one. Uh, this is about accepting a man's no, either verbally or by action. Now, yes, I have to make this very, very clear because no doubt I will get a comment below that someone says, oh, if my man would only tell me no, he doesn't. Instead, he goes, well, I'll call you and then he doesn't call me or he'll say, I want to hang out with you, but then he never hangs out with me. So a man can tell you no either verbally as in no, get lost. There's no chance for us. I'm over you or no, I don't want to go out tomorrow. And no, I don't want to go visit your mom this weekend or no, I don't want to go see that movie with you. He's telling you no, except there's only one captain on the ship. It isn't a captain and another person to convince a captain to do the right thing. Now, occasionally you can appeal to your partner and say, I understand you don't want to do this. However, please hear me out. And you can give them one or two reasons why. But in bigger terms, if a man says, no, I don't want to be with you, you never, ever, ever pursue that man. When you pursue that man, your value just starts falling off immediately. And it sends a message to the universe and everyone around you that you are going to pursue someone or something that doesn't want you. So, for example, I used this with a coaching call recently. I said, if your employer fired you, you wouldn't go back to the job and bang on the door and be like, please give me back my job. You'd be like, okay, you don't want me? Somebody else is going to want me. I know my value. You want to have that same sort of attitude with a man. Now, look, I know this is about matters of the heart, not just a career. But there is a lot of strong feminine energy value in accepting a man's no and boldly trusting in the universe and moving on with your life. You do not want to convince someone to love you. And you want to be aware that if someone doesn't love you, there's something wrong with them because you're the best thing ever. And if they don't love you and want to be with you, why are you here trying to convince them of that? How great can they possibly be if they're willing to walk away from lovely, amazing you? So show your value to the world and to that man. When he says bye, you go, okay, and that's it. So let's move on to boundaries are everything. Now, this is another one where a lot of YouTubers get this a little confused about boundaries, preferences, demands, requests. So growing up, I will tell you, I did not know what a boundary was. I just knew like, don't you hit me and don't you do that and don't talk to me that way. But those aren't really boundaries. They're requests. I'm requesting that you don't hit me. I'm requesting that you don't talk to me that way. I'm requesting that you call me in time for a date or is it a boundary? So you have to know the difference between a boundary and a request. A boundary is about your spiritual, emotional, financial, uh, this is about your health up here in your heart, in your body, your safety. Don't get in a car with someone who's been drinking. I will not be getting in the car with you after two beers. 
That is a boundary, diamond girl. That is a line in the sand. You see? So a request is, baby, please don't drink too much tonight. I don't want to have to take an Uber. That's a request. A boundary is like, if you drink more than two beers, I will not be getting in the car with you. And a request is, please don't talk to me like that. But a boundary is, if you raise your voice again, I will leave. Um, another one would be, don't call me last minute for a date. I don't want that. I don't want to be your girl waiting in the wings. But a boundary would be, a date would feel lovely, but I already have plans tonight. Maybe some other time. Unless you actually want to go and your options are open. So a boundary can also be just sometimes not answering the phone. Or if a man is blowing up your text, you don't have to answer all of these. And you don't have to say, do not text me. Please do not text me. I will not be doing this. No, you just don't answer it. That's a way of dealing with it. That's a boundary. He goes, well, why didn't you answer all my texts last night? I didn't want to. <laughs> I was doing other things. Well, I know you keep your phone on you. I know you always have your phone on you. Yes, I do. I didn't want to answer your text. You see, that's, that's it. That's all it is. I, I will do this. I will not do this. It's a line in the sand. Okay. So let's talk about these a little bit more because they get really confused. These boundaries and requests and preferences. One that always sticks out in my mind was a young lady who had gone on a date with a man and she said, he did not open the door for me. So that's it. I'm never going out with him. He bought dinner. He, he dressed impeccably. He knew um, he had kept up with my pet's names when he picked me up, all this stuff, but he didn't open the door for me. So now we're on to the world of preferences. I prefer when a man opens the door for me. And if you're in that sort of situation, let a man enter a building before you. It's that easy. He's going to open the door for you. Let him enter the building a few steps before you. He's going to open that door. And then that's when you say, oh, thank you so much. I feel so good. Oh, I feel like a lady. I feel like a little princess. And then he gets that energy. He feels that energy exchange, that polarity between feminine and masculine. Then he's going to be on special occasions like my husband. He will open my car door for me which is always so sweet because we run errands together and, you know, we go to the grocery store. He's always opening my car door for me, but yet, you know, on movie night, he'll go and open up my car door for me or if we're going out to dinner, he'll open the car door. So he knows like when to turn this on and uh, it makes him feel good. It makes me feel good too. So that's a preference I have, but it isn't a boundary. It's not about my emotional and physical well-being. You see, now, another one with powerful dynamite women who are you know, trying to get out of their masculine more than their feminine is that we want to help a man figure things out. We want to help him solve a problem. And you can make a request and you can say, oh, is there anything I can do to help? Versus here, let me do this for you. Or I want, I'll do that. Don't worry. I'll just take it over. I'll do it. Versus a boundary, which is, I don't feel comfortable doing that. You know, I'll help you with this, but I don't feel comfortable watching you and your ex-wife's children <laughs> while you go, guys go to court. You know, you have to have your boundaries. And let me tell you, I've heard it all. So you have to know what you're comfortable with doing and what you're not comfortable doing. And sometimes you have to actually imagine 
what might happen so that you will know how to speak your boundary when the time comes. And then also you're going to be able to ask yourself, like, like, is this a boundary or if I'm, am I trying to teach everybody around me a lesson about how to treat me? These are my preferences. It's two very different things, you see. So I always use the example of like, if you're ever at someone's house and they order pizza and the pizza is covered in peppers and onions and you don't eat peppers and onions, you don't eat pizza. It's that simple. Unless you're willing to take them off, you eat something else. So that's how boundaries work. I prefer a pizza without pepper and onions versus I'm going to go ahead and eat this or I will not eat this. It's that simple. So see if you can get accustomed to finding those preferences, boundaries, and being able to make a request and knowing those nuances, because that is truly what gives you value as a woman is you are not demanding. You're not forcing a man to do something that you need or, or forcing an outcome. And you're able to speak your boundaries, which are really about your emotional, spiritual, and physical well-being, and also your children and your pets. Anything that is under your care, you can have boundaries with that. All right. So I'm going to close this out. We're going to take some Q&A. Uh, please go ahead and prepare your question. Make sure it is a question and not just a statement or a story. But if you have a specific question about your value or boundaries or preferences or walking away from a man, I'm going to do a really quick recap. Now, again, feminine energy is really about finding what you feel and not using tactics to uh, teach a man, manipulate him, control him, control the outcome. And you are truly, truly leading by example when you want to have your boundaries. So number one is learn that stare, learn the value of okay. Uh, I teach you more about that in my book, 500 Ways to Talk to a Man. The second one is be willing to walk away and understand that keeping your options open, being willing to walk away is not a threat. You can read more about that. I will have those links for you to below. And then also don't give him all your time. Don't be always saying yes immediately to anything a man asks you to do. Make sure that you honor and uh, value your own time foremost. It's, un it's important that you want to build a relationship with someone, but that you do that slow burn so you don't go from zero to 100 you know, so fast and you're able to slow burn that relationship. Therefore, you don't get overinvested. And then he has to slowly keep, you know, kind of churning those little uh, hot, hot timbers and and keeping the relationship fueled, you see, uh, instead of just throwing a log on the fire and the whole thing gets snuffed out. This is a slow burn, you see. The next one is accept a man's no. Uh, Look for subtle no's, look for hard no's, look for no's that are actions, not words. Sometimes a man will say no. Sometimes he shows you a no. He shows you what he can or cannot do. And boundaries are everything. Know the difference between requests, boundaries, and, uh, you know, really understanding what you need in that person, getting that hard line in the sand between I am here and you are there. This is a boundary. It applies to so many things. All right. So I'm going to stop there. I think you've all learned enough with this one. I'm going to open up and take a couple of questions. And for those of you just joining me, I see a bunch of people have just joined recently. Take a moment. 
uh, please do hit that like button. And if you're new to my channel, I really appreciate if you subscribe to me and share me with a girlfriend or someone who needs this feminine energy wisdom. Okay, <laughs> gorgeous girl. I love this question. That's so hard to not help a man. I'm so loving and kind. All I want to do is help. You know, there is a nurturing quality that women have, but it's not nurturing in the way you think it is. It's nurturing for the elderly and for babies or children, things without a voice, things that cannot take care of themselves. So I always tell everyone, like when you're inclined to nurture a man, unless he's on his deathbed and he can't get up, he's got to figure it out for himself. He will feel like a man when he figures it out for himself and he's gotten this far. Okay. Lilia, this is a great question. How to, in, how to introduce marriage with a man. So I have a program called FEM. It stands for Feminine Energy Mindset Method. And it is FEM for dating. Although I, I also talk about this in 500 Ways to Talk to a Man as well. I have all of my courses and uh, self-study self courses below in the links. But when you are getting to know a man, even in the early stages, you let him know, well, you know, I want to be a wife one day. Yeah, I do. I want to be married one day. Um, you don't say I want to be a wife one day to you or I want to get married immediately or I want to get married within the next year. You say, well, yeah, I do. I want to be a wife one day. I do. You know, I'm going to own it. And he goes, oh, gosh. So, like, are you expecting to get married soon? I go, well, I don't know. I, I mean, are you proposing? And you make a little joke out of it. But own it. Now, if you've been with a guy for about a year, uh, my script for that is, you know, this past year has felt amazing. I'm just really curious. Where do you see us going? And he goes, well, I don't know. This feels good. It feels really good. We're getting to know each other. And I don't know. We sometimes don't get along. And I'm not sure some days. Go, okay. Okay. Well, it's really important to let you know I do want to be a wife one day. And um, I'm just curious, you know, where do you see us going in that regard? And if he continues to give you that sort of like, <laughs> get off my back, don't talk about this type of thing, that's where you do have to rediscuss the terms and conditions or terms and agreements. Now, again, this is getting into a deeper work. I have a private uh, coaching group where we can discuss this. You can look into more, more of my courses. And I might have a couple of videos out there about the terms and agreements or terms and conditions because that is like, you know, how long are we dating each other? How do we split expenses? Things like this. Ultimately, what might have to happen is uh, I love you. I'm crazy about you. I do want to be a wife one day. I understand you don't want that. I don't want to put any pressure on you or the relationship, but I'm going to be keeping my options open. And he'll throw a fit. He won't like that. But at the same time, he's got to, you know, He's got to show up. He can't just keep you forever. And you're going to show your worth by telling him, you know, I love you. I'm crazy about you. I want to get married one day. I know you don't want that. I don't want to put any pressure on you, but I'm, I'm going to be keeping my options open. All right. <laughs> How can you walk away from a man when he is your husband? Honey, I do it all the time. I'm doing it right now. 
<clears throat> you know, I have my own schedule. I have my own life. Uh, sometimes my husband will kind of lasso me into <clears throat> kind of lasso me into something that he wants me to do or something that he needs me to do and something like that. And I'm just like, baby, I can't. And I'm just like, I'll see you later. I love you. I turn and walk away. It's that easy. Or if he's in a mood, if he's grumpy or something like this, I'll I'll just tell him, I'm like, I'm going to Home Goods. And I'll get my purse and I'll go to Home Goods or I'll go to a yoga class or I'll go shopping and I'll, you know, be out and maybe get me dinner and I'll let him know I'm getting myself dinner. And I just take a break. I walk away. I go to my bedroom, I practice my piano. Or I practice my art or something like that. Or I go work or visit a friend. I get away from him. I walk away. Bye. <laughs> and I come back. He's missing me. Um, let's answer this one. How do I not feel guilty at night when I want to do my own thing, but he always wants to be with me? So I have a video my husband and I made, I'm going to guess about three years ago, where we talk about how we have separate bedrooms. And recently, uh, I think it was Cameron Diaz was talking about separate bedrooms. And then I was listening to a podcast with Mel Robbins and she had a man on there who's like, this, my success is me and my girlfriend have separate bedrooms because sleep is the most important thing of all the things. And it really is one day without good sleep. I mean, it, it, it shows. But meanwhile, everybody's talking about fasting and doing cleanses. But you can't do a fast from sleep. Can't do a cleanse from sleep. So I suggest trying to find your own little room, your own little space, and telling him in advance. Oh, baby, tonight, you know, after we watch Jeopardy or whatever, I'm going to go sit in my room and read. I just want some me time, some alone time, okay? And I don't know about you and your husband, but my husband and I, we keep a calendar together. And we let each other know what we're doing. Now, my husband does something he calls music nights, where he goes and listens to albums in his music room. And I don't bother him. And I love having that time to myself. For some reason to this day, uh, he'll still come to me and be like, I was thinking about having a music night to myself that night. And I'm always like, okay, because I really, I really doesn't, you know, unless there's some conflict, it doesn't really matter. But he always still comes to me kind of like, I'm thinking about doing this. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I don't know if that is ever going to go away. But he has that same little bit of like, I don't want to hurt your feelings. But he doesn't understand that when he has his music night, it's like an Adrian party for me. So I love my time alone. I hear you on that one. Set it in a calendar. Be very sweet to him. And just say, oh, you know, I want to read my book. And I want to have my alone girl time and things like this. And if possible, for any of you that are partnered with someone, get your own bedrooms. It'll be the best thing you ever do for your marriage. That and your own bathrooms. All right. How to have boundaries with a man who... who says he has communication issues. Well, you didn't really go into detail to what his communication issue is because it, a boundary is for you to communicate. He must have like a hearing problem. Like he can't hear your boundary. But Lydia, I feel you on this. And I want to tell you, you got to go broken record. 
I call it hit and repeat. Like on your phone, you play a song over and over again, you're hitting that repeat. Those little arrows like this. That's what you want to do with a man and don't change a thing you're saying. Okay. So like, let's go back to the alcohol boundary. Well, you know, it's like I said, if you have more than two beers, I'm not going to be getting in the car with you. I'm going to be going home some other way. I don't want us driving. Nope. Not going to do it. Well, what do you mean? I have communication issues. Okay. I understand you do. If you have more than two beers tonight, I will not be getting in that car with you. Well, I don't understand what you're saying. I understand. If you have more than two beers, I will not be getting in the car with you. See how you're just hitting repeat and you're not changing it. And he might say, well, I understand you. You drove with your sister during her bachelorette party. I understand tonight. If you have more than two beers, I will not be getting in the car with you. You see, you don't take the bait. You go verbatim. You hit repeat. That's the best way to do boundaries. Whatever his communication issues are. Um. Okay. There is no emotional bonding in the marriage. How can boundaries help? I'm not sure that's really something for boundaries. I think this is where you might want to get a good um, uh, John Gottman uh, has some good books on uh, building a strong and healthy relationship, uh, especially with bids for attention. But I will tell you, I have a short on this. That whatever you are wanting in your relationship with your partner, like I wish my partner would listen to me. I wish my partner would give me more hugs and I wish my partner would show up more. You have to actually do that thing for your partner. So when your partner is sharing with you, you want to stay there and listen. Because, you know, it's easy to take our partners for granted and get complacent. It really is. But you want to start answering those bids for attention and being positive about them, and showing up for him. And uh, yeah, look into that bids for attention. They did a lot of good research with that. Let's see here. <laughs> Not sure what this one's about. Hi, Adrian. We have a decades-long history, and I know he loves me. He told me he has a big ego. I told him, I need communication. You know how to reach me. So what's your question? <laughs> okay, here's, there's a follow-up. It has been three months, no contact. So Linda, you may know I have a program called the ABCs to get him back. And part of the ABCs to get him back is getting your rich, juicy, full life back on track. Whatever's going on with this man, his problems are not your problems. His ego is not your problem to solve. You can't solve it. You know, think about how hard it is to just do self-improvement for ourselves. Like if you want to lose five pounds or go to bed early or stop eating a certain food, it takes a lot of effort, right? So you can't change a person. There's nothing you can do to change a person. But the three months that I give you in the ABCs to get him back are really your best chances. Now, it's already been three months and he hasn't reached out. I don't think he is. And it doesn't sound like he's made some improvements in his life that are going to be what you need in the relationship. Because we don't want a return of the old relationship. We want something new. I hope that helps you, honey. 
Uh, Anna says, how to regain value in his eyes after being very pursued by him originally, but I switched to pursuing him for a second date. Well, it's, it's only the second date. I wouldn't really worry about it. Because remember, leaning back can happen anytime, all the time. Um, my husband pursues me all the time. I don't really pursue him very often unless I'm making a request for something that I might need. Now, sincerely, if I'm like, I really need some cuddles and some hugs, I've had a hard day, I have to ask for it. I don't expect him to read me and like know what I need. Sometimes he does, though. Like sometimes if I've had a difficult day or something, he'll be just like, come here, give me a hug. So you see how he's pursuing me because I'm not ever really pursuing him. I'm kind to him. I'm loving. I'm attentive. I show up. But I don't seek him out to get love and attention for me. I keep my life rich, full, and juicy with so many things that uh, I sometimes have to make myself, in a way, uh, tune into more of the loving aspects of a relationship, such as really listening to each other, having meals together where you talk, you don't just watch the television, things like that. Ah, Brianna. All her courses are amazingly helpful. Thank you. <laughs> the links are below to my courses. I really appreciate you saying that. Okay, let's hear about this one. This is someone who did the ABCs to get in back, and I teach something called the Hail Mary Pass. Uh, and a big part of this is, again, here's the breakup, and then there's these three months in between where you get your life rich, full, and juicy. Usually, you don't have to do a Hail Mary Pass. I would say probably... Uh, more than half of the time, the man will come back around before. But then I also have the option to do the Hail Mary. So anyway, she says, just want you to know I did a Hail Mary pass after three months last week. And after reconnecting, I decided he's not my dream man. Thank you for everything you teach us. Yes, yes. The last part of that Hail Mary is that usually by the time we do the Hail Mary, in some cases, we get a little contact with the guy and we're like, what was I thinking? This is not what I want. And it has a new shine. It has a new, I don't really want to say shine, but you have new insight that you didn't previously have. And so much of that, ladies, the pursuing of an ex is the following. Here's you. Here's the man. Here's the sperm. Here's the egg. Okay. He walks away from you. And it is your inclination to then turn into a sperm and pursue him. And that's why it, it doesn't work. It does not work energetically. We have to accept that no, and you have to sit there and trust and believe that you will be cared for, you will be taken care of, and the right person will come along. You do not pursue a man who has said no. You can apologize. You can let him know you're very sorry how things ended. You can admit any wrongdoing once, but then after that, it's up to him to pursue you or not. All right, so good job, Kurt. Good job, Kristen. I look forward to hearing how everything unfolds for you. Okay, we'll take one last question, and then I'm going to go. Um, let's see here. FM says, Adrian, our finance is an excuse. My boyfriend thinks very practically and loves to provide, but he isn't fully ready to get married right away. Well, 
I think that finances are, you know, a man has to feel secure in his finances to claim a wife and things like this. But more so, I'd be interested in knowing what are the finances going to be for. Because it does sound like an excuse. Because he's going to be working that same job. He's going to be making that same money. Except you guys are going to be living together. And you're going to potentially uh, not split things 50-50 per se. But he will have support. You know, even if you don't work and he works, there are a lot of things you can do to support him in the household so that he can work and, you know, potentially work longer hours and get more work done. There's a, there's a lot of ways. So I do think that's an excuse. Uh, but I would let him know. I would say, well, tell me what your what are your feelings about finances with the marriage or how do you see this working financially for us or where would that problem be that would prevent us from getting married? How would finances prevent us from being a happy husband and wife? I'm curious. Help me understand. Okay, I got a lot more questions here. Ladies, thank you so much for all these questions. Um, I do have an online private coaching group. Um, it's in the links below. I teach classes in there every month, depending on what year you're watching this. And I have coaches that also teach classes. And we have a whole library of resources. I have my courses, which are going to help you in your own private time to study and learn more. And then you can always reach out to me uh, in the links below. And ladies, as always, if this video has been helpful in your value, asserting your value, asserting your worth, leading by example, demonstrating the type of high quality woman you are, and also becoming that woman, leveling up and becoming that best, best version of yourself by really slowing down and practicing these very natural feminine energy tools. The more you do this, the more it will grow and build upon itself. Okay. So take a moment, please do hit subscribe right there and uh, be sure to give this video a thumbs up and a like and share it with someone who needs it as well. Lots of love to you all. Thanks for joining me today.